And I'm just delighted to have in the studio uh, Marco Mendicino. You know, I, I was a nonpartisan as mayor, and, and I, I continue to be nonpartisan. But you have people you really admire and you really like uh, in public life. And Marco Mendicino, I'll admit to you, is one of those. And that doesn't mean, well, I mean, the subject we're going to discuss this morning isn't a matter of me going easy on him. It's something I think we share a deep concern about. But first of all, welcome, Marco. Uh, I will say to you folks, and he didn't ask me to say this, he never would, and he doesn't even feel this way, but I do. So I'm able to say it. I was just saying to him, it's very liberating to be able to sit here and say what you want. Um, you know, public life is tough, and, and, and you volunteer for it, so you expect tough issues to come your way. You have responsibilities. You have to make decisions. You know, Doug Ford once said to me when we were running against each other, well, John, you know, there's no middle button. It's yes or it's no when you have to make a decision. There's no kind of maybe or, you know, we won't deal with that today. And Marco Mendicino had to be involved in making a lot of tough decisions and, frankly, answering for a lot of stuff that, you know, wasn't of his doing, and that's the way our system works. But I tell you something, when it comes to um, those who are successful in public life, ultimately, with ups and downs, do people like you and do they trust you? And Mark, I mean, Mendocino is a person that deserves to be trusted and certainly is likable, I can tell you that. And so here he still is as an MP, not a minister for the moment. And I say that and happens to be an MP in a very sensitive place at the moment, representing a large portion, not all, of the Jewish community here in the city of Toronto. And, and Marco, that has been something I think that has tugged at your heartstrings, as it has mine, as we see how average people are impacted upon by what we see as news stories that are out there, both in the Middle East far away and here closer to home. Yeah, John, uh, look, right back at you. Uh, thank you for the introduction. Um, Anti-Semitism is, is uh, raging like a forest fire uh, in my community in Eglinton Lawrence, which, as you pointed out, uh, has a very uh, large and proud Jewish community. Um, you know, the statistics tell a very alarming picture. Uh, in the period uh, following October 7th to November 20th, anti-Semitism hate crime was up over 190% year over year. Last year, it accounted for more than 40% of all hate crimes that were reported to the Toronto police and what we're talking about are Jewish owned businesses which are being uh, being attacked like we just saw at IDF uh, Cafe Landwehr there's one of those in my riding there's one downtown here we're talking about um, Jewish day schools which have received bomb threats in Montreal being shot at we're talking about um, you know uh, kids who are being accosted uh, because of who they are, because of their faith. And that's just fundamentally wrong. And if that weren't bad enough, um, now you've got innocent shoppers and their families who are being swarmed at uh, the Eaton Centre, at York Yorkdale Mall, which again is in my riding. Um, and then you've got neighbourhoods, which are being targeted. Um, just the last week and a half or so, um, the intersection of 401 and Avenue Road, which is again... And the north part of my riding, about five minutes away from where I live, uh, is deliberately being targeted. I mean, there's video that, that, that depicts and shows uh, audio uh, where people are describing it as a Zionist-infested yeah, area. I think I think exactly. And I think you and I infested. both would say we defend to the death the right of people who want to take a particular view, say, that's a pro, if I want to call it pro-Palestine, to have any demonstration they want, but not to... You also could have it at Young Dundas Square or at Nathan Phillips Square and not exactly. target it with signs that sort of suggest the reason we're here at Avenue Road in 401 is because um, there are Jewish people living in this neighborhood and we want them, you know, to sort of, I mean, it, it, that, that, you know, we would defend their right to have that protest peacefully. And we're a democracy. Uh, right. We believe in the right to debate. We believe in the right to uh, lawful protest. You want to show up at City Hall. You want to go to Queen's Park. You want to go to uh, Parliament Hill. You have every right to do that. And uh, democracy sometimes can be messy. But you should not target your fellow citizens and neighbors. And that's what we're seeing. And I think we've got to do three things, John. Uh, first and foremost, we've got to make sure that we, everybody, 
everybody condemns anti-Semitism. Uh, we've seen crickets uh, from some corners. We need people to show up, speak up, and call it out. Number two, we need to contain the escalation of anti-Semitism, uh, which uh, begins with uh, enforcing the law. You know, very recently there were uh, charges that were laid in Ottawa involving a young person uh, who was alleged to have uh, been uh, uh, putting together a, a bomb. Now, I used to be a federal prosecutor. Um, I know uh, the, the importance of upholding the rule of law. We need to make sure that the police have the resources and the support to do the job so we can keep our streets safe. We didn't see that uh, in the last week and a half in my community, sadly. And then the last thing we need to do is to foster constructive dialogue, and that means more prevention and education. Uh, I think we've taken some steps in that direction, but we clearly need to do a lot more. So one of the things when you listed all those different things going on that we didn't cover yet, and I really want to this morning because I think you have a keen sense of this, as I do, and I mentioned it in a different context this morning with people of the Muslim faith, and one of the people at that tragic sentencing hearing in London said one of the worst things about the aftermath of that incident where that family was mowed down yeah. because of their religion was the fear they had after that just to walk down the street. Yeah. And I think we don't understand necessarily that people of the Jewish faith in Toronto, because of all these different things happening, ranging all the way from an arson to a, to a, a demonstration targeted at a given neighborhood, actually make people, because of their faith, afraid or fearful or anxious about themselves or their children just going out for a walk or going to school or going shopping. And I think if we lose that, and, and that's whether you're Jewish or, or whether you're a Muslim or whether you're gay or whether you're black or brown, if you start to have a fear just to be around the city and live your life, then we've lost everything. And I think you can say that in the case of this wave of anti-Semitism and in the Jewish community, people are feeling that way. They, they really are. Uh, and I've had uh, two fireside chats in my community in the last couple of weeks. Uh, with about uh, 20 or 30 residents on both occasions. Uh, and I can tell you that the community is feeling angry, uh, they're feeling afraid, and they're feeling abandoned. I think and part of the reason they're feeling abandoned is, is that not enough people are speaking up. Um, at every level of government, uh, in every uh, corner of the country, to condemn anti-Semitism. And look, you pointed it out, uh, the awful and, and, and uh, tragic case in London. I've grieved with the community in London. Um, I've stood shoulder to shoulder uh, with Muslims who have been targeted uh, when it comes to hate crime and Islamophobia. And I think that the strength of this country has to be predicated on our values, which means showing support for one another when we need it most. And right now, I can tell you that uh, the Jewish community is feeling it, um, and part Part of my job, and I think showing leadership, is standing shoulder to shoulder with the community, is feeling that. Well, pain. And you know, it, it sometimes is as much as just acknowledging that it's happening. It's happening. You know, anti-black racism. I had a lot to say about, and the most important things that I believe I said as mayor is to say, as mayor, I am telling you, in this city, as much as we think and we have come a long way in terms of of, of reducing and trying to eliminate anti-black racism, it's still here, folks. It is. And the same with LGBTQ rights. I mean, we've come so far in the last 20, 20 or twenty-five years, even on anti-Semitism, we've come a long way, but we can't afford to slide backwards. And not sliding backwards means you acknowledge when things are going on that are evidence of sliding the backwards moment. or worse in, in the, the moment. moment. Yeah, and I would say we're at a very sensitive moment. Uh, I do think that there is a connection between the October 7th Hamas terrorist attack in Israel uh, I had the chance, and what's going on here in Canada. Uh, I had the chance to, to go to Israel and to see with my own eyes uh, what happened. Um, you know, we're very much in an active war zone. And since then, we have seen anti-Semitism and hate crime just skyrocket. And I think, uh, you know, it is a, it is a time of great uh, hurt uh, and and trauma for a lot of people, uh, but 
we got to be there for each other. I mean, that is really what the Canadian experiment is about. Yes, that is what is Canadian to, values are. And it's are. to be there for each other. And that That's means, right. yes, showing you do share humanitarian empathy. concerns about what's going on in Gaza, but you, 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 sh- you share each other's concerns. You understand each other's concerns. You actually talk to each other about this stuff and, and make sure that, you know, you acknowledge that you un- that things are happening, that hurt is occurring on, on different sides of this. Couldn't but agree with you more. The thing is right uh, front and center at the moment, given I, what's happening. I think any fair point. and compassionate-minded person is concerned with what, with what is happening in Gaza. Um, And we're going to have a very, and are are having a very vigorous debate about about that. Um, But you have to draw the line around hate crime. You have to draw the line around inciting uh, violence and and hatred towards others. And unfortunately, that's what we've been seeing. So, you know, I come back to those three things that I talked about. Let's condemn it. uh, Let's make sure that we contain it. And let's make sure that we have a constructive dialogue so that we can prevent uh, hate crime and anti-Semitism from continuing to to surge. Always sense. Marco Mantecino, Member of Parliament for Eglins and Lawrence. Great to have you here and uh, keep advocating on this and I'll try to be helpful as I can as well.